0: erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, this is Hi, Stephanie Megan. Stephanie you're, listening Megan. You're, listening you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. is <laughs> <therapy's laughs> too, 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 too expensive. You're listening, you're listening. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's been months.
1: Yeah, I guess it has. But I feel like it doesn't feel that long, though.
0: A lot has like changed since then. Like you have Bubba beads. We'll get into it. We'll get. Oh my into gosh! Yeah, I wore you them. You have to plug it before like okay. anything else. Okay. Let me okay. introduce. <clears> Hold <throat> on. <laughs> Do you have your water? Oh, yeah. I have, okay. I have my, I have my gallon. <laughs> I was like, wait, need your water before. Stay hydrated, me? friends. You know. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brokaw Therapy. And guess the fuck what? We got Rachel. W, Yay! the motherfucking filthy bitch. I'm back. You're back, aka CEO of Bubba Beads. <laughs> it's real. So, wait, what is Bubba Beads and <sighs> my cat? <laughs> what is Bubba Beads and where did this inspiration come from
1: it's so wild it's probably how you felt about the podcast where shit just kind of like happens yeah literally okay so I had a trip planned with some friends to Costa Rica Mm -hmm. um the end of May so it was like what four months ago or so Mm. and That was when we did our last episode. Yeah. Okay. I
0: remember because you were like, I'm going to Costa Rica.
1: Yes. I had talked about that. It's kind of funny how we're talking about this because I did that episode with you and then we did an episode with Rose for Mm -hmm. the art teacher, Mm -hmm. which was so fun. Good ass episode. Good ass episode. I Brian love loves you. Brian
0: like loved that episode. He just like loves you so much. I
1: love him. I'm friend. We're friends on like Instagram yeah, on everything. That. I love him so much. I like want to meet him so bad. Yeah. I know. One day. He seems happen. like such a good guy. Yeah. Um. But anyways, I did that episode with Rose and we just talked about, you know, art and
0: being an artist, being an
1: artist and having feeling like drowned by society and just normal everyday life that sometimes it can like take your focus off of it Mm. and it got me thinking wow I really haven't created in a while like I really haven't been doing much I do things here and there but I love that that
0: made you like realize because even in the middle of the show you like you're like I guess I am an artist I really didn't I again it's It's our teacher podcast with Rose McAleese plug 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 (laughs) um
1: yeah I really never thought about it and it's just one of those, it's imposter syndrome. I'm sure maybe you've thought it. You're like, oh, "Oh, I'm a podcaster. Like, to say that is like... I
0: don't even like to call myself a podcaster because I don't... I know. But you are. But not because I'm... Don't... I feel like I'm not a real one because I know I'm a real one, but I'm like more... I feel like I'm beyond a podcaster. It's not even imposter syndrome. (laughs) It is like, I am better. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. No, but that is true. But it did take me... But as like a host and a producer, like that part as a creator, like it that does... That part is right. Like, you know, podcaster is easy to say. It takes you just a moment to, to own
1: what you are and right. what you're doing, right? Because it's scary mm-hmm. and it's all subjective, right? Like even mm. a podcast is subjective to uh, different audiences. Same with art. Right. So yeah, that like made me realize, oh, I am, and then I realized I wasn't really honoring. The artist and me because I wasn't prioritizing any of it which I didn't beat myself up about but it sparked this it just reignited the flame of like what should I be doing right now to help me feel more in line with, with your artistry, with my artistry and I love working with my hands it's pottery is one of
0: my like first loves mm-hmm. and I it's hard to Which by the way, I have clay that I, I mentioned to you that we should have done an episode where we like talk and like build something with clay. Next one. Next one, okay. next
1: one for sure. Next one for sure, because it's
0: just sitting there, and I like I, I don't know what to do with it. But oh, I, absolutely. Oh, okay, It'll you be, you know. I can
1: teach you hand building. Yes. We'll do coils. Okay, okay, it's we so could fun. make
0: like a penis. That make it very on brand. Yes. We could like build a penis. it would be so fun. Okay, okay, I love it. <laughs> um, or we don't have to make it an episode. We could just do it for fun. Like okay. should, you should just come over with Rose too, <gasps> us three. Yes, we we were just...
1: gonna do dinner with her too. <gasps>
0: so okay, let's do that, and we could just like build stuff with okay. it. Anyways, continue. continue.
1: Anyways, um, but yeah. Yeah, it just sparked my, it sparked everything where I was like, I want to be doing something with my hands again. Um, I just, out of nowhere, was like, I have this trip coming up to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Beads are becoming, like, very popular and trendy right mm-hmm. now. And I was like, oh, that looks fun. I used to do it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So the nostalgia of it brought me into it. So I literally just made beads for me and my friends on this trip. That's it.
0: And the photos and everything and, like, the beads. So so Bubba Beads is, like, a jewelry line that you made yeah. with, like, all beads inspired by Costa Rica. Costa and you, Rica. And your art. Yeah. You
1: and I... I talked about it in that episode too, like a lot of my art and just my personality and style in general is very bright and like yeah wild. I just
0: love the, even the way you like designed the logo, like I was like, yes. I just wanted the brand to be fun. Yeah. I love psychedelics.
1: I want, I yes. love like funk, psychedelic disco. All of that is just like my brand. So I was like, I'm just going to turn it. That was like the most fun part about it. And the name is it. so cute, Bubba Beats. I know. Well, I, <laughs> I was. I love it. Yeah. So it like means something to me, but it sounds good too. It like rolls off the tongue. So I'm like, even if we broke up, (laughs) which we won't. But even if we did, Bubba Beads is still just like a cool name. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I made all these beads for this trip just for us. Literally had no intentions of like selling or anything. And every single night I was so excited to be done with work
0: to like sit on the couch and I would bead. I want to buy one. You should. Well, I, I, I should have brought you some. No, I want to buy it. Like, where do I purchase? DM me. Okay.
1: We're we're like going through some construction of a website, <laughs> so when we have that up, yeah. I'll let you know. But right now, it's mostly just DM orders. Um, but yeah, it was just it. It all just happened. I made them for the trip while I was there. Yeah. So many people kept reaching out, being like. Where can I get these? Can I buy them? Can I, you make some for me? Like I'll literally pay you to make me that. Oh my god! And I was oh.
0: sorry. <laughs> I keep burping so much in every episode that I think that everyone. I'm surprised you guys are still here. <laughs> I love
1: it. I wish I could burp. I would. I would
0: join you. You know You can't burp. I've never been able to burp. Do you fart? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So at least you have gas. But the I've fact that you had don't
1: burp. like. You know, when you drink soda or like carbonation, I've had that, but I've never been able to do what you just said.
0: That's crazy. I know it's sad. It's okay. I wish. FOMO. It's fine. I mean, it stinks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so it's better off. It's
1: fun though. Yeah. (laughs) But long story short just started blo- like people started blowing me up and then when i was in costa rica i had a girl reach out to me asking to make some for a shop down in costa <gasps> rica and then she has a shop in california mm-hmm. and so it was just i was like okay is, could this be some business? Yeah. I literally
0: designed the logo
1: poolside in Costa Rica. Yeah, I
0: remember you were still in Costa Rica and the line dropped. I it, was like, this bitch. I was like, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just, it. I'm just yeah. literally, if I don't do it
1: now, I'm not gonna do it.
0: Exactly. That's the best thing about like, you know, when starting your own business or like just starting, you know, art, making art, dropping a song, making whatever, whatever artistry is like. Just do it. Don't do even it. think about Mm-mm. it. Just fucking do it.
1: I knew if I waited until I got home, the normalities of life would hit me, and
0: You'd all be like, oh like, yeah, and I'm the imposter syndrome, imposter anxiety. Are you good enough? The ba- yeah, you're right. The best thing to do is drop just something when you're on do vacation. Do it. Yeah,
1: it's like that Instagram post. If you're thinking about posting that picture, just post it. I don't care if it's 3 a.m. Just post it. Like, yeah,
0: I just post whenever I feel I like know. it, and then just archive it later if you change Whatever. your mind. Well, now they
1: have that thing where you can like hide. Your like count. So if you're doing oh, it you for the like, hi- you could hide the like count. It now? doesn't hide. It'll say like
0: if so and so and others. Yeah. yeah,
1: which I like because I don't think that it should. Be I didn't about know that that likes. was an option to like. Yeah, do that. I think it just became a thing. I saw wow. someone else do it, and then I was like, "How do I do I that?" Do yeah. Because I don't like thinking
0: about the likes
1: and the likes. No matter how much I try to take my ego out of
0: Instagram. It gets to you. You're so like it does because I'm like this only had this many likes and this has yeah. And you're it like, will take a toll, I, yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. And so I'm all for it. I'm like no, no one's gonna know. Maybe one person liked it, maybe a hundred, but no, ain't nobody gonna know.
0: And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter.
1: So yeah. yeah, it was exciting. And now, I love it. Well, now you guys shop just,
0: Bubba Beads. What's the Instagram Bubba Beads? Just at Bubba Beads with two S's at the end. Yeah, and then DM. For orders i'm yeah. definitely gonna dm i'm gonna be for professional dm mm-hmm. and make an order <laughs> let me know
1: mostly custom but if you see anything do you do there, hoop earrings i want to get into earrings
0: okay if and there's like you know me in my hoops i
1: know you do okay if maybe make, i'll just start do like a yeah. ho
0: hoop and i'll definitely get a ho hoop
1: <laughs> and you should call it ho hoop girl okay i'm already inspired that's what i want to get into next is like i want to do in different
0: shades of pink I'm making a custom order. By the way. No,
1: that's what they are. That's what okay. I encourage, is custom orders because okay. the fun of it is like looking through someone's Instagram, gathering what their vibe is. Yeah. And then
0: I ask like if there's anything specific they want. I think I want a mix of gold and pink and like big hoops.
1: Okay. You'll be my first okay. pairing debut.
0: I'll do I'll I'll post it, tag you. I know you will.
1: <laughs> I know you will. I love that. Oh, now that I've started this, I've yeah. realized like I want to get more into just jewelry making in general like there's so many so many classes you can take for like real fine jewelry making there's like um things where you can go to Italy for a month and like take a whole that's so cool I know so it's like expensive
0: but we'll get there right one thing at a time we'll get there will happen Well, (laughs) I love that we did that whole introduction because people need to know about Bubba Beats and we need to spread the word. Hashtag not an ad, hashtag just supporting. Hashtag beat your body. Beat your body. Uh, There you go. Broco therapy is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what would you do would you go for a run take a nap read a book show up for a friend a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time the question is time for what if time was unlimited how would you use it Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Broke Girl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Broke Girl. Use as directed. Well, I want to talk about mental health and a mental, you know, how that plays a part in a relationship. Because, you know, everyone sees I'm in a very loving and healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's real. Like you saw the episode. So cute. But what people don't really know. I mean, I guess I kind of said in the episode, but people don't really know is that. We fought pretty much that whole week. I
1: know you even mentioned that in the episode. And I was like, I. we were just talking about it. I was like, it makes <laughs> zero sense. I would yeah. have never. I mean, that
0: day we were better. because, But I did want to record like the day before. And he was like, I'm not in the mood. And like, we were just like, not <laughs> getting along. Like, we only had sex once. <laughs> because I was like, <laughs> I mean, he would have been down no matter Welcome. what. Welcome. What do you mean? Does that happen to you? Sex one time a week? Yeah, that's like... Okay. It'll get there. I, because, like, I feel like I'm okay with sex one time a week, mm-hmm. but I feel like... I'm not. Yeah, I feel like there's, like... Is, I never Is was. your boyfriend
1: okay with just once a week? Well, now it's just, like, again, life just happens, so we don't take it. You know, sometimes it's more, sometimes right. it's less,
0: but, like... Also, if he's, like, being moody... I don't want to fuck him. no (laughs) sorry babe sorry love you but it you know it's just like it doesn't like if you're on if yeah if he's like in a funk like I'm not I don't it doesn't like turn me on I'm like let's just go to bed Mm -hmm. you know on top of the fact that like I'm working so much so I'm just tired right you know well
1: how long has it been now
0: it's crazy we actually started talking August 21st 2020 so, it's, it's the 18th. Oh, my God. I was like. You're like, wait. Is it the time? I literally just thought it You I know was. what's crazy? My cat was born August 22nd. So.
1: I don't know about that. It's all meant to be. <laughs> you know, I believe in that woo-woo witch shit. Right.
0: It's that woo-woo witch shit. We were and like. And she's a black-ass cat. Yeah. <laughs> she's. Some it's crazy stuff is going. Yeah, on. no, it's crazy because I mean, I adopted her from the shelter, mm-hmm. and they said like, I mean, they said estimated birth. Yeah, and they put August twenty second. So like, wait, she could have even been on. The she 21st. could have been on the twenty first. Let's just say she was the twenty first. She 21st. was twenty first. Okay. So yeah, she's been alive as long as our relationship. So our relationship is as is as old as Junie.
1: So that is actually
0: funny, but also like I feel
1: accurate in like the timing of maybe what you're going through right now. I feel right. like. Hitting a year is where shit starts to get real.
0: Yeah. You, like, learn how to argue with each other. We definitely are learning how to <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> but, like, okay, so we'll, we'll get into the fight. Yeah. I, I, I told him ahead of time that we were going to talk about this, so he's completely not, you know, mm-hmm. uh, going to be caught off guard with this conversation. But, and here's the thing, though. You know, now that I'm in a relationship, it doesn't necessarily mean oh, I'm fixed, and now I'm happy, and everything is going to be okay. Like, there's shit that comes with being in, in a relationship and things that kind of, like, resurface from your, you know, your childhood trauma. And, I, you know, we we both are definitely seeing things about each other that are like, okay, yes, we're best friends. Yes, the sex is great. Yes, everything is fine. But then, like, the way we argue sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And he's a cancer, so he's moody. Mm, yes, we are. Yeah, there is so many cancers on this show; it's crazy. I
1: know. Last time we talked about this, you we are like, I am just surrounded by cancers. I'm surrounded by cancers. It's not a bad
0: thing. It's great. It's a roller coaster, but it's a roller coaster. It's not a bad thing. And like dating, one is a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and <laughs> mm-hmm. and so okay, so it's it's dumb because the fight didn't. It was not anything about anything huge, you know. Like, I think that, like, throughout the week, there was just a lot of things that were just like irking each other. Like, I think from the first day he got here, here's the thing his lifestyle is like so much more chill. Yeah. Like, he has his like morning routine. He, you yeah, know, so cute. he's like very tidy and clean and, you know, like, he's just very, like, goes with the flow. I mean, he definitely has anxiety and all that stuff, but he's, but because he has anxiety, he's definitely very, like, needs to control the situation. Yep. You know? 100%. And so, for me, like, I'm, you know, I am not the cleanest. Like, I feel like I just leave, like, a trail of mess. Or I also just think that, like, I always have something going on in my life. I always have something to do. I also have two pets, you know? And that's a thing. Yeah. Like, it's just... There's always chaos of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, and, there's just, and I, I think I even warned, I even gave him that warning when we first started dating. Like, just let you know, like there's, my life just always constantly shifts.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and I'm the type of person that like loves to be busy, but also hates being busy. Right. Like, I like have a struggle with mm-hmm. that. Um, so I'm learning balance. But, so, first thing you got here, you drove like five hours from bay mm-hmm. and so you know he's tired he just wants to chill and as soon as he gets here he realizes like underneath my bed was like breaking mm. so and not because we were like on there or like having sex or whatever it was like before the matter of fact you yeah know? and so i was like oh no i i like I don't want to sleep on there. Like what if the you know the, the animals like to go underneath and I don't wanna like if crush them. them, like I started like thinking I was like, no, 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 like we have to get a bed now. Yeah. And so we made a trip to Ikea, and you know that's a whole thing. A whole ass thing. You it's can't, literally it's not just, like going to Six Flags now.
1: It is. You have to a, like wait in the line. Yeah, it's, it's insane.
0: And like go through the showroom. It's crazy. And then like go through the aisles. You pick, know what
1: you should do? Order online and do pickup. And then do pick up, like, later in the day? Yeah.
0: Like but it was, like kind of, it was kind of getting later in the day. Like, mm. we only had, like, about an hour or two before they closed. Yeah. So it was, like, we got to go now. Like, we weren't even thinking, like, oh, let's do pick up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I was just, like, I just want it now. Yeah. And I also, like, wanted to go out to dinner and for, like, drinks afterwards. Like, yeah. I wanted a whole thing. So we go to Ikea. You know, it's a whole thing. They don't even have, like, the bed that I want. So, it's just, like, looking for, like, another. It was just, you know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a trip. And so, eventually, we get a bed. And the bed's heavy. And, of course, he's going to be carrying the bed. Absolutely. So, like, carrying the bed, you know. And I think (laughs) it was just, like, little stuff. Like, for instance, like, you know, he's uh, He's like, you know, has it on a cart when we're going to the car. And for some reason, the cart was just not rolling correctly. And he's crossing the street. There's cars. And I like, I can't find my car. So he's like stressed out. No, that will put a
1: cancer in the grave.
0: (laughs) Yes, And he was just like where is your car i am in the middle of the street and like i'm like chill you know but mm-hmm. he's he's not used to just like chaoticness for me i'm always like oh like where's my car and like just yeah flowing through life but like he needs to know where the car is this cart is not working he's
1: already trying to plan 10 steps ahead but right you're keeping him like four <laughs> steps back yes. and that's why he has anxiety yeah. <laughs>
0: I feel it. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we get <laughs> to the car. And that's, you know, whole thing. To park the car, bring it in. It's a heavy. You know, and then to get here, to take down the old bed. put in So it's a whole thing. Literally. It was a whole thing. And he was sweating. It's hot in this apartment. And it was, like, one of the hottest weeks in L.A., I think, too. That was, like, when it first got really hot. Mm-mm. And so he was just, like, irritated. And I'm trying to help. And I'm not that much great of help because <laughs> i'm just not yeah um and so afterwards i'm like okay let me like buy him dinner like for for helping me out so right. i'm like okay i'm getting chinese food i ordered from pine and crane do you know what i pine- love
1: pine and crane
0: thank you
1: but if he was expecting chinese <laughs> food you shouldn't have gotten him pine and crane
0: that's exactly
1: where the problem was. I can, I already, I'm already the cancer in me. I'm already four <laughs> steps ahead. Nope. That man is not going to be happy with what you just got. <laughs> Extremely thoughtful, amazing, delicious, delightful dinner.
0: Right. right. But not the Chinese food. Yeah. So like, I like ordered so much cause it's kind of like a dim sum it's situation. So good. Yeah. And it's so good. I ordered like so much from the menu. I spent a lot of money you know, it finally came, and I was like, oh, "Okay, food's here," and he's like, "Not gonna eat until he's done." So finally, he gets done with the bed, comes out, he's starving, and he looks at the food. And he's like, "No," <laughs> was like, he just said no. Yeah, he's like, "Never mind," <laughs> and I like, oh my god, I was so. Because here's the thing. Any Filipino, I think, I feel like even the Hispanic culture probably gets this too. Like food is such a like love language, Mm -hmm. which we'll get to that in another episode. But food is such a love language that if I, if someone offers you food, it is so rude to reject it. Like it is like, it like stung. I was like, wow. Wow. And I'd like Like, started to love me. Yeah. I started to feel unloved. I started to feel like, like I was fucking up and failing like it, like it hurt, Yeah, you know? And so, but he just didn't like seeing the onions on it. He's like one of those like picky people. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So that was like, we started fighting because of that. And I just think that ever since then, it was just like all these little things. Mm -hmm. And like, my cat is like super wild as you've seen. And she was like, not now not now but she was like scratching him and like you know how cats just like are psycho for mm. no like you're just laying there and he she she will just like attack you yeah, it's, it's her love language it's her love language
1: yeah, exactly
0: and like he just was not happy like I just felt like everything around him was just like wrong wrong you yeah. know and so and here's the thing is like You know, this is not like a deal breaker. It was just one of those like situations where I'm like, okay, this is like his (laughs) flaws. And, but even prior to like that week, like, you know, he does, and I'm sure he'll be open about it on the show and he's, again, he knows I'm talking about this, but he does suffer with like depression and anxiety. And I don't want to say that I suffer. Yes, I've experienced depression and anxiety. I think we all have, we're human, but he like actually suffers with that. And so sometimes it's difficult, you know, being, you know, someone's partner that does struggle with that because I I obviously see such greatness in this person and just want them to see it. But, like, it's hard watching them, like, think that they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and then start, you know, like, tearing. Like, I felt like the, one of the biggest things that he did that I really – hated like when we fought was like oh wow everything's my fault i i just suck like he started if anything like like it's funny like morgan would be like you suck you're an an asshole but he's like the complete opposite where he starts like like tearing himself down Mm -hmm. and i'm like wait 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 wait. this isn't this is just about how it's supposed to go yeah this is not just about chinese food this is about he's like i just feel like you know like he just I don't know it, just, it like it like his anxiety like takes him there and mm-hmm. it's like I struggle sometimes being like wait 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 this isn't even about that like how do I just bring you to understand where I'm coming from this is I'm not trying to attack you right I'm not trying to make you feel like shit you know but like but at the same time like also let you know that you just made me feel like shit right <laughs> or, you know so it's just I don't know it's and I I felt like you were the perfect person to talk to about this because you've been open about struggling with, you know, mental health and anxiety depression and having that partner, you know, like your boyfriend, guide you through, you know? And granted, we're not supposed to be the person that, like, heals you or fixes you, Mm. but, like, how do you be a partner to someone who does suffer with that, you know?
1: Well, okay, the first thing that I'll say that I have, like, actually recently read that I fell in love with, which I thought was just... It opened my mind because I've agreed with what you just said of, like, I feel like society teaches us to want to to need to be alone in order to work on ourselves, in order to Mm -hmm. love ourselves so then we can be in a relationship to love someone else. And I feel like that's guided me a lot in my life where I've run away from situations when I've realized cuz like
0: wait, I'm not worthy enough because I'm not fixed yet. That.
1: Yes, exactly. Or like, oh shit, I needed I I needed like more time to myself. Like I I'm not more I'm not comfortable enough with being alone. Like I need mm-hmm. to get there before I can then be in a relationship. And recently, I came across um something where I read where it said relationships are not meant to be ran from if you're trying to like fix yourself yeah I'm I'm butchering it majorly how it was actually uh written however the the whole message was that relationships that's the point is to be with someone who will bring out your shit and then you will help heal your shit because then when you go off and go alone the whole point of this passage was like when you go off and you go alone you will not have anyone there to hold you accountable No one will be there to call you out on your shit. No one will be there to push you in -hmm. your darkest times. No Mm -hmm. one will be there as somewhat of a temporary fix to darkness. You know, like, Mm. even though you should be able to get to it on your own, why are we taught that it's bad to have someone help guide you there? Exactly. You need to always have this inner strength to be like, it has to be for you. It can't be for anyone else. But if someone else is there to help motivate you to get to that place, there's nothing wrong with that. And I learned that the hard way. Like I definitely went through the same where, um, it was, oh, Junie, (laughs) (laughs) she's like, don't say that. (laughs) Um, I went through the same where around literally where you're at now, right around a year. It Became apparent that, like, I couldn't hide my mental illness from my partner. I was somewhat causing him pain to see me in pain.
0: Yeah, like, I remember crying sometimes when we were fighting that week because I think every time we fought, I cried, actually. (laughs) Because it was just, like, so hard, especially when I saw him, like, beat himself up. It was so hard to, like, witness that because I was like, wait, this isn't... Let's actually, like, have a level-headed, like, conversation right now. Like, I don't want you to take it there, you know? So, it was, like... And a lot of times, we do have very great, like, level-headed conversations. But at this point, like, somehow, he was triggered. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like... I just saw him... Yeah, it was it was hard. Like, for instance, we went to Ralph's in Koreatown. And Koreatown is just mm-hmm. a lot... <laughs> only go there if you're trying to get
1: korean barbecue otherwise don't and and uber always uber don't ever try to park there
0: and i think it was like one of the days we were fighting and i was like i need to go to ralph's in Koreatown for whatever reason and so we went and he had like a panic attack and he was like i need to i need to get out
1: (laughs) that's so funny i've thought that literally
0: myself being which is- in koreatown
1: <laughs> no i'm i'm like i'm it's, it's having yeah. ptsd
0: because i've had the exact yeah same if he was like, like i need to i need to i need to go outside I have to go yeah because it's it's a lot uh-huh. it's a lot especially if you're not in a good mood it's, it's a lot mm-hmm. in, in the ralphs have you been to the ralphs of koreatown
1: i know which it's the one that's across the street from bonds yes yeah no i've never been in it but i think i've been in the bonds before yeah i've, I've been in the area i know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> there's no yeah. need for explanation
0: yeah, yeah and I felt exactly what he's feeling yeah and he was like I just and like he just cried afterwards he's like I don't know why I'm sad I'm sorry like this is this is just a lot and it was like the thing that I did at that moment was just like literally just like held his hand mm-hmm. while he just like was having his moment mm-hmm. and he did tell me later that it did help mm-hmm. but it was just like I think one of the times I felt like I got it right like and I'm going back and you were saying something I interrupted but no no no, no keep, keep going but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just like sometimes I just feel like I don't know what to do.
1: I, It's funny because I've also had a friend who was like dating someone who was like going through mental health and like they at, like reached out to me because they like knew that I did have struggled with that and then also kind of went through something like on the other end of it, like yeah. being your boyfriend or who she was dating. And there's it's so hard because there's nothing you can do. And that's probably the hardest pill to swallow Yeah. other than just showing true gentle, like the most gentlest form of gentle. I cannot emphasize the word gentle enough. Yeah. Self, um unconditional love, zero judgment for me. And I, everyone's different. It depends mm-hmm. on where you are in your journey of, like, recognition of your mental health and, like, what you're going through. For me, when I was around the same time that you guys are in, like, almost at a year, I, I had never said it out loud before that I suffered from depression. I'd never said it out loud before that, oh, maybe what I'm feeling when I'm like debilitated in my mm. bed is anxiety. Like I've mm. never, I always just thought, oh, I've, I'm sad today. You know, I never wanted to admit it to myself. So then to have someone come around and be and so close to <laughs> yeah. me that I can't hide it and then feel affected by it. It does. And then try and talk to me about it. And I haven't even talked to myself about it. Like that was a huge point of conflict where I was like, I don't want to hear what you have. How dare you come into my life, know me for 11 months and then try and tell me who I am and what I need to do. And that like, I am messed up. And that's how I took it in my head. I'm fucked up. And you're telling me I'm fucked up. And now I have to deal with the fact that I'm fucked up all thanks to you. But all that was, was just my ego it was my anxiety. It was my depression, which is another great quote that I read recently. Or maybe this was like a TikTok or something I saw where someone was like, your anxiety is lying to you. Your depression is lying to you. All of those things are lying to you. Like, they are lies that your brain is telling you. For sure. And it's so hard to like grasp that because what you feel is that's my reality. There's no way out. But the more you tell yourself in your head, oh, that's a lie. You know, if he's in Ralph's and he's feeling overwhelmed, what I try and do now with everything, and maybe this is more advice to him than it is to you or anyone struggling with these things, but my thing I do the most is I question every emotion I ever have. And that's just something I'm working on and not outside of anxiety and depression too, but just mm-hmm. how I communicate with friends or relationships better or like how I handle stresses at work, like anything in life, I question every emotion. So am I feeling overwhelmed? Okay. Okay. I'm accepting that I feel overwhelmed. What's making me feel overwhelmed? Oh, there's all these people around me and I have zero control over, over, over all of it. Okay. Yeah. Now I accept that. Why does that make me feel overwhelmed? It makes me feel overwhelmed because I have no control over my environments. There's too many people and I am scared that there might not be an exit close enough to get out in case of an emergency. You know you continue right. to go down the rabbit hole of of that emotion, that's at hand, and then you can get to the root of it. And when you understand the root, everything feels so much easier, and that's then true. you can kind of cure can there's I mean it depends again, I'm not going to say cure, but like you can work on the root cause that's yeah. causing the anxiety. It, like, helps
0: you ground the anxiety Absolutely. versus cure it, but ground but it. But ground
1: it, and it makes Give everything... it less control. Less control, so everything feels less heavy. That's the biggest thing with anxiety and depression is how heavy things feel. Like, yeah. nothing feels light or airy or fun or, like, nothing feels like it has an end. I yeah. struggle a lot with, like, existential anxiety and to that there's no answers like you can't even like you know google something and find oh what happens after this or like dimension like all that shit that starts to get deep is what freaks me out and so with general anxiety with something like that fortunately for for brian and for other people in those situations because i've been in them myself and i will continue to be It's easy to just continue to question and question and question and recognize the emotion. And the more you do it, the better you'll get. Like, it's really hard at first. Yeah. But my partner was the one who really pushed me into, like, having the mindset I have now. And I have so much work to do, like, an immense amount of work. Yeah. But I wouldn't be here all, like, having this conversation with you, being able to, like, kind of step aside from my ego and, like, my anxiety and all those things To even recognize and have the mindset that I do now. It wouldn't be possible. And so, well, at first it was a big point of conflict and like I really wouldn't accept it. At a certain point it was like, okay, well, either I lose him who was extremely important to me. Or I just, like, I don't know, humor him and, like, see what this is all about. Like, okay, I'll go to therapy. Okay, like, I'll start, like, going to yoga. Like, okay, fine. Let's see what. Whatever. Whatever. Just to shut him up. Honestly, there was a part of me that was, like, I'll just do it to shut you up. And, like, maybe I'll say I'm going to the gym. But I'll be going, like. But you ended up really liking it. (laughs) Literally, it took me about three weeks, maybe a month. And then he would, like, go to the gym with me, like, trying to, like, give me, like, support like I love physical that support. I love that he
0: did that yeah, yeah. well
1: he obviously anyone can enjoy like he was obviously doing it for himself yeah. too but,
0: but it's, it was two together it wasn't like it, oh he's only here to babysit you right like okay I'm doing this for myself like do you want to join well and it was like an accountability partner he was yeah. like look
1: I'll do it with you so it won't feel as scary it won't feel as hard and he started going to therapy too like it was the thing that we Aww. did Christian separately or Christopher. Yeah, Christian. Cool. A is he good Chris, Christian. Is he, wait, is he Is he Christian or Christopher? Christopher. Christopher, okay. Yeah, all Christopher. Christopher. So I was like, all Christian. Christian. <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, it was, we all, we did it separately, but also together. Like, he was there to show, like, I didn't have to physically do these things mm. alone. Yeah. And that was, like, what really, and then once I realized how much it was important to me and, like, how much it was working, he stopped, I'd, like, found my own yoga studio, and, like, Aww, he didn't come with did me, it and it, it was my thing. Yeah. And that is probably the best thing that you could do for your partner is, like, find things that are within his means and also within his, like, his interest, you yeah. know, that, like, what are the things that make him feel better, or what are some things he maybe doesn't do enough that will help him feel better? For
0: sure. I, I guess I am already doing all those things because, you know, I mean... For one, he does do, I mean, I I think the difference between um, you and your relationship and with, you know, me and Brian is that Brian gave me a heads up. Mm -hmm. Like he was already like working, like he was already going to therapy. Amazing. And is still going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I even mentioned he like lost over 100 pounds. Like he's so focused on like his mental and his physical health for the sake of, you know. Amazing. Yeah, for yeah. his mental, I guess you'd say. But um so it's like he's doing all those things, but of course, even though he's already worked on himself and like you said, you know, like you can't completely fix yourself when you you could when you're single. Don't get me wrong, I don't wanna like say like only being in a relationship. No, yeah, I don't wanna but, yeah. But I mean he did the work on himself and then you know, we got into a relationship and he was still a work in progress. You know what I mean? And like that's okay. So I think it was just like those moments where it it was like the oh like oh this is like obviously something he like I saw the struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, and thankfully he like he that week you know ended up having a therapy session and you know I he was I don't know what else he did but but, like you know he like he still like for instance okay so going within the means and what he likes to do. He's started like making, you know, like content about music for like YouTube. If it's on, if you look on his Instagram, he always promotes it. Mm -hmm. Like he started doing all that stuff and it was really, I saw like such a light within him because he was like really getting back to like what he loves to do. So I like encourage him. I'm like, oh yeah, keep making this. And like, I'll even like send it among my friends, like his videos and like give him feedback and comment and. You know all those stuff, and really encourage him because it's I know that's like the thing that when he when he does edit those videos or writes or whatever, like talks about music and all that stuff is like when he kind of doesn't let his anxiety take over, yeah, it's like the thing that he feels so good and confident in mm-hmm. that like you know that it's like doing some like inner work and healing, yeah, you know, right, so I mean he's doing it, I think it's just like. Like you said, there's no perfect cure as a partner on what to do. It's just having to, like, support. And sometimes it's, like, hard. hard Because, like, I'm I'm like not going to lie. Like, there's been moments during, you know, when we were fighting that week where I was like, I could just be single. This would be easy. You know what I mean? I was like, I could be single. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have to do with problems, but again, that's running away from something I actually love. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I know we're
1: talking about him, but let's skirt it back to you yeah. with that comment. Cause like, Cause what is that saying about your internal trauma? things are starting to get hard and they're not as easy as it was when Mm -hmm. you were single or like when you were dealing with drama with like exes where it was like clear that you could, they're acting up. So like you can blame things on that. Now this is something where like you don't have the answers. It seems a little bit harder. And so to think that your first instinct is, it's just not deal with it. It's not deal with it because I mm. struggle with that myself. Yeah. Absolutely. Like 100%. Yeah. Uh,
0: but that's also just trauma. That's, that's a trauma
1: response is for to sure. run away.
0: Just to run away and I've, I've had to catch myself. And I I've, I've, I've said on the show like I feel like my toxic trait is to to run away or to like sabotage the relationship somehow and i did that a lot in like my first relationship my high school five-year relationship i did that a lot Mm -hmm. um but you know with and also the other relationships there was always something they did it was always something they were always gonna fuck up and it was just easy to be like peace you know i don't know i'm still trying to i guess understand where it comes from but i mean i had to catch myself and walk myself through it because okay I could easily just run away and like think it's going to be simple, but realistically it's not because I'm going to miss him within an hour. Literally. I didn't want to get back with him, but it's like, yeah, it's like, I still love him. This is a part that obviously is hard. That's about, you know, him and our relationship. And, and it's just, that's, that's what relationship is though. It's not all supposed to be, fun Mm-mm. it's not fun all the time it's actually way harder than it is fun yeah and I think that that's why it was so important for me to do this episode because I think I think that's so common to get into a relationship and once you see like some flaws you're like I I just I don't want to deal with it and just go because it's easier you don't want or you
1: it. or you misread them as like red flags right you misread them as as a reason that you should leave, not because right. it's just hard and you're like, I don't want to deal with it, but like, oh, well now I'm getting mistreated or like, I'm not.
0: For instance, mm-hmm. perfect example. One time, this is when I was like visiting him in the bay. <clears throat> one time we had a busy day. Again, I've always doing a million things all in one day. That's just my life. And I had to like go to Target to get something for my dog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's go to Target. And he was already exhausted from the day. So he was, like, obviously showing that he was, like, irritated. But he's still going to go. Yeah. And so he was, like, being a little moody. But he's driving. He's, you know, going with it. And so we just started bickering because I'm like, why are you, like, so annoying? And then I said, I told him, I was like, is this how we're going to be when we have kids? And he was like, why would you say that to me? Like, he was like, this is, like. <laughs> sensitivo cancers are very <laughs> yeah. sensitive he's like I like why would you say that like I you know like like I I don't know so he that got, is something
1: I for sure would also be like what the fuck
0: right and I talked I talked to my friend Nina about it and she's like I think it's a really common thing for us women to see like a little bit of a flaw and just take it to like a next level oh. thing that has nothing to do with the situation it's like of course, he's upset about having to do something for my dog at the end of the day after we had such a long day. Like he's oh, tired, and,
1: and he doesn't have kids. I see the same fucking shit all the time. I'll see Chris pick up the cat like wrong, and I'll be like, "So you don't know how to hold a baby? You're not gonna be a good dad. You're gonna drop the kid. You're gonna drop the kid. You're gonna drop the kid. You suck. You suck." You suck. Oh, the, the cat's food bowl has been empty for hours. So you are okay, never, so never gonna feed, gonna feed our, our kids. Kid. <laughs> and it goes. I'm serious. This shit goes. You're my head. this irresponsible so it's common. It's so common. But I also, it's funny in this, (laughs) this scenario, I am a hundred percent with you. Like I've gone there and will continue to forever. I probably (laughs) had a moment today. Yeah. But I also am similar to him. I like, I feel, and if my partner ever said something like that to me too, I'd be like, that's so extreme. Like, why would right. you say that to me? That hurts my feelings.
0: You don't think right. I'd be a good
1: mom. Like what the right. fuck? He was like, you don't so think mean. I'd be a good
0: dad. Like that's so me. But anyways, once we got, you know, over the fight and we talked about it afterwards, he was like, kind of laughed about it. Cause it, it was just so off. Like uh-huh. he was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be annoyed when we have kids because that shit's irritating. And that's the reality of being a parent, too, is, like, you'll have moments where you're going to be irritated, like, having to deal with your fucking kid. Right,
1: when you could have been at home watching a TV show.
0: Exactly. Like, that's just real, you know? So I was like, okay, right. Because, like, it's not like he was doing anything, like, bad. He was just, like, being irritated. I I mean, think back to our childhood. (laughs) how many times were our did our parents have an attitude every day of my entire day yeah every day my entire being literally till this day they're annoyed with me so it's like it makes sense yeah so like when I realized it I was like yeah that is stupid because like I'm sure as a as a parent even as a mother I'm gonna be at moments where I'm gonna be like I am so tired I just wanna drink
1: my wine right
0: and not have to deal with this Mm -hmm. so it was like okay it was like those yeah but but it's it And again, he wasn't doing – he was just irritated, like, as humans could get.
1: Literally. I mean, it's the truth, what he said and what he felt, but it's also very common for you to feel that. And, like, I think Chris always takes things to, like, a primordial level and always annoys me, but it is kind of true. (laughs) Like, a lot of the instincts that we have do come from our gender and our gender roles, and so being a woman – we're, like, literally biologically made to always be thinking about our, our future child. Yeah. Not everyone. Not everyone wants kids. Like, I'm not saying but, that. But, but, like... for the most... For the most part, if you do or if you don't, you do have an instinctual... Like, you have instincts as a woman, even, like, with this cat, like, to protect or, That's or why like, she's,
0: like, all over you because she feels those motherly instincts. that mama... Yeah. That mama in
1: me. But yeah. it's true, like, to... If a woman saw like an empty bowl of water or whatever for a dog, they, they're they going to be more instinctively like reaching for right. water to refill it more so than a man. Is the bowl empty? No, I'm okay. just looking at her food. <laughs> But we should make, where's her water? Oh, her good. She's good. Um, No, but that's just (laughs) my point is like those things are still always going to arise. And we
0: can't. We take it as like, oh, so you're annoyed with my dog. So you're going to be annoyed with With our children. With my My kid. kid. Not your kid. My My kid.
1: kid. (laughs) All you did was give a donation. And
0: he was just like, I can't be annoyed. Like, I can't just have a, a moment. Which is so true, too. Right. It's just like he can't. I'm like, you're right. I I actually love that argument a lot. <laughs>
1: just because, like, it's the most real... It's it's the most real kind of, like, bickerment that you could, like, have.
0: Yeah. And it's a moment to realize that, like, relationships aren't just all fun and games and sex. Like, it's, right. like... You know, a lot of times it is, like, happy and laughter and whatever. But, like, yeah. Like, you have those moments where you just, like, you're human, so... We're going to get irritated. Mm-hmm. We're going to get bitchy. We're going to get whatever, you know, suffer. You know, some of us really suffer with depression and mental health. And that's the reality of it. And like, honestly, not even just some of us, I think every single one of us do. You know, if I'm not suffering of it with, as much as he is, I'm going to have my moments 100%. where like, I'm going to be acting the same way and he's going to have to deal with it. Like, that's just what it is to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the reality. And I'm like, damn, like. I mean, again, this is like my first real adult one, so i'm I'm learning, yeah, and like as things come up, I'm like, damn, um. This is real. <laughs> I'm
1: right there in the classroom with you. <laughs> yeah. I, it's so hard. It's hard. It's so hard. It's and fun, but it's hard. It's hard. It's stressful. And especially when you come from a toxic relationship past, Yeah, you're so quick to hit that eject button anytime something goes wrong because you're like, I will never put myself through that again. Yeah, I will. I'm stronger than this. And like, yeah. I'm a woman who won't put up with that. And like, it is really hard to... Get confused as to what is a red flag and what is
0: just someone being a human being. Right, that, like needs a little who, support. Who just is annoyed for a second, really? Because he just wants to stay at home and not instead of going to Target.
1: We talk about it all the time. <laughs> We're like, we take turns being the support system. So like, if someone's Ooh. having a bad day, whoever's having we like it. It's kind of a fun like ish Like whoever's having a bad day first is the one that claims the day as their bad day, and the other person has to like. <laughs> You know, be the support system yeah. kind of thing. And it's not actually legitimate if someone else is struggling. Right, like, yeah. we're there for each other. But there are times when I'm going through some dark stuff, and, like, Chris will have a really, really busy day at work, and he'll be super stressed and going through it, but he recognizes that, like, oh, I need, stre- it, I need right. it more. And there's times mm-hmm. when I recognize he needs support more, uh-huh. you know, that... That's what's so beautiful about relationships is like, no matter how stressful they get, they're also accompanied by such beautiful, copious amounts of unconditional love that, like, it's so corny and cheesy, but like, the love conquers all, you know? It's so cheesy. I hate it. But, like, it's true. Love is the strongest emotion that there is. Like, it can beat everything out there. And that's why I feel as someone who struggles with those mental health, like, anxiety and depression, the unconditional love I've felt from my partner has really helped me in times where I don't know where I'd be mentally without him. And so it's just... You gotta stay. It's like there's no, no- I mean,
0: yesterday or was it this morning? Yesterday morning I had like a, a call for work and I had to like kinda of lead the conversation and I no one believes me when I say this, but I do have like anxiety when it comes to like public speaking. Mm. With, with this, it's different because mm-hmm. it's just like so intimate. It's in my living room, right? You know, and everyone well, and watches. You never later. have to even post this. You do exactly to. like yeah. yeah. So, and no one's watching me live. It's all pre-recorded, and but you know when I'm like having to speak in front of like coworkers and like a very professional, you know, place, I I just I don't I don't know how to talk. <laughs> I like just don't do a good job. So afterwards I just was like freaking out, like again, my fucking anxiety telling me that I suck
1: mm-hmm. at my job
0: and that I should never ever You're be not worthy. I'm not worthy. All these things. And he definitely really helped me get like my confidence back. He was like, No, this is like it's all a lie. Like you are great at what you do. Like that's why people love you for what you do, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just kinda have to like channel brocal therapy in that world without it being, you know, whatever. So it was just, he gave me like the best pep talk that afterwards I was like, okay, I do feel better. yeah. But it was like a moment where I was like, Oh my God. It was just, it was, it was bad. I did horrible on that call. I don't even want to talk about it because I'm getting like, sh- I like take a drink. I'm like shaking right now. Cause I'm like, it, like, you know, those moments where you like think about it later and you like twitch because you're like, oh, why
1: did always. I, why did I say that? Like to this day, like years, <laughs> yes. things that I've said years ago. You're I'm like,
0: like oh, <laughs> like yeah. I just, like I think about that like call. I'm like,
1: oh. <laughs> there's literally that one TikTok trend that went around or yeah. whatever. Where <laughs> was it like, was like, yeah, it's real. It's real. It's, I know it's, I don't know if it's like social anxiety or if it's like just generalized
0: anxiety, I but know. it's just, I have to dig in that because I think it's like something from childhood. Like I, cause he was like, maybe were you like made fun of? And like, I think, you know, I blocked out a lot of things from like, because elementary school was kind of difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it really started when I moved to, like, Valencia, Santa Clarita. When I was, like, around a lot of white people. No offense. But... <laughs> I don't know. I just felt really, like, it was just a different environment for mm-hmm. me. So, I I don't know. I just remember, like, there were girls that would make fun of me. And I just would get in my head. And so, I think that, like, ever since then, it just, like like...
1: Like, I don't know. It, like, manifests. Yeah.
0: So, as, like, a grown-ass woman, I'm like...
1: <gasps> well, that's exactly what I was thinking, is, like, it has to come from past trauma. We were talking about, like, how you have anxiety with work sometimes, too. Oh, of, like, yeah. messing up. Oh, That my God. kind of stuff all stems from... And I don't mean this in a negative way, but I'm big on like trying to understand the ego because then you can dismantle it to the best of your abilities. And that's how you can like either reach enlightenment or like approach things in a more like calm, Mm level-headed and like loving
0: way. Oh, she's waking up. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Oh, back to sleep. She is obsessed with you. I love her. She's never like this. Maybe with HK, she kind of, but not as, not as like attached though. Yeah.
1: stay um <laughs> but yeah it's just I think it all has to deal with trauma but like also your ego is in there a little bit kind of fucking shit up where you must feel some sense of uh it's the what we we're saying the self-worth like if I don't nail this call or sound this way, or professional mm. enough, or capable enough, then I'm not worthy. Because your ego wants to feel that you're the best at it. Oh, and for, so, sure. for uh, sure. To be able to make up for the trauma that you've gone through. Mm. And so, I mean, there's nothing really you can do other than just, like, be kind to yourself. You know? Like, know. Like, really just, like, be really, really sweet to yourself. Like, tell like, yourself, it's okay. like, it's okay. Like, I'm amazing at what I do. Yeah. And my my past does not define who I am now like yeah. those kinds of
0: affirmations can probably really yeah just have to like help. talk myself through it yeah just not like tell myself that I suck ahead of time
1: Journaling's always great too yeah love journaling because it writing it out it's kind of like when I kind of refuse to accept the depression and anxiety mm-hmm. I would go through um saying it out loud and being forced to have that conversation with my partner was really hard. Yeah. But now the more I like question emotions and the more I write them out, you don't have to say them to someone. You could say it to yourself out loud or you could just like write it down. It makes yeah. it more real. Then you have a point to, to go off of. Like yeah. then you have a starting point of like how do I make this feel better or like what things remedy this. Like right. you can at least start to heal that's that where healing part. starts yeah yeah it's not gonna start if you don't recognize or like are aware of it that's true oh
0: yeah we love you cancers i know we've got a lot it's, of emotions in us ryan <laughs> definitely feels like he's you i feel like i'm him because i was telling you this earlier i want to do like a quiz where it's like a buzzfeed quiz like oh which character are you from whatever so it's like which character are you from brocal therapy uh-huh. and he was like initially he was like oh I'm clay and yeah. like I was like I don't think so he's like no you're right I'm Rachel
1: <laughs> I love that I know when you told me that I was like blushing like, yeah
0: he's like I'm totally Rachel I, love
1: it. I, <laughs> I mean like yeah you're very he's very much everything you tell me like stories and everything I feel very like similar yeah and, and he's also
0: very like spiritual like you mm-hmm. like he's you know I love that he smokes smokes all the weed you don't really smoke that much but you do you yeah. do okay He smokes a lot.
1: I, like, it's not like I'm attached to it or anything. Yeah, no, he's attached. I'm not like that. But, like, Chris likes it a lot. And so, Mm. like, at night, it's always fun to just, like, smoke a little and watch a movie or eat dinner. I love that for you guys. Yeah. But I love the spiritualness. That is. And I did want to, like, as we're finishing up, like, notate, like, the fact that he is where he is is incredible. Like, you met him at a time where he already kind of went through, the self-recognition process mm-hmm. which is really messy and really hard and uh I don't know his past like hopefully you know he he's happy with how that happened or yeah. he had support through it that he needed but the fact that he's aware of it now
0: is oh it's the sexiest thing ever it's, it's definitely what so made hot me, it definitely is the part that made me like really gravitate towards him was like oh like not only is he a man that's like super vulnerable like he's like a black man who's like super like willing to be vulnerable and again I, can't, I can't speak on like the black community but I know what it is a lot you know for a black man to feel vulnerable especially in this country so absolutely yeah it's hot and it is such a good
1: Indicator of like the man he will is becoming and yeah. like will be. So he's gonna be, gonna be a good you. father,
0: and I was just being be a dick. Amazing,
1: amazing. <laughs> Cancers make great parents. Great parents. <laughs> just saying. Like, it's not good kids. But it's. I mean, I would never even take any of this as like red flags. It's like amazing that he is where he's at, like yeah, mentally. He's great. And that's the hardest thing you can do is like begin awareness and then start your journey into like therapy. Is so fucking hard and you're just lucky yeah you're I really do feel
0: lucky. blessed I do feel blessed
1: but yeah I love you
0: I love you like yourself love bitch. Brian
1: <laughs> um yeah so we said Bubba Beads you can find me on Bubba Beads at Bubba Beads with two s's or Rach w S-B-R-C-H. S-B-R-C-H.
0: I always have to write it I know I like. <laughs> you have it better than I do <laughs> yeah okay you're gonna plug me from now on I will okay. all right Woo. It's the sparkling wine. That's It gets me like... <laughs> it's that carbonation. It's the carbonation. Mm-hmm. Anyways, follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to com. All that shit is there. And I also put, like, a way for you guys to contact me. So if you want to be featured on the podcast, share me your story or give me your number, whatever you feel comfortable with. And it's all on my website, so you could put in all your information. And you have to be 18 and over for me to call you, so. What? I mean... Yeah, yeah, I guess that's right. I want to talk to like kids. Yeah, <laughs> they shouldn't be listening. No, Close your ears. Just kidding. Well, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke broke girl girl therapy.